1,422 selfies are posted on Instagram every second. A cat video is watched on YouTube every seven minutes. A shitty EDM song is streamed on Spotify every 18 minutes. 132 pictures of people's meals are posted on Facebook every minute. And an unsolicited dick pic is texted every 23 minutes. Social media is a disease. Golden Globus Theta is the cure. Thank you, Stallone, for sending I, us that I cut. I know, man. It's like I, I'm glad you took the time out. So if I'm just busy schedule to just do that intro for us, I'm I, really flattered. By yeah, that. we sent him over all those very scientific facts. We did extensive research on it. I myself sent out a couple unsolicited dick pics to add to the 23 minutes, and I got to tell you, people don't like it. So if we could all come together for the holiday season and stop sending well, you, unsolicited, you did have mistletoe dick pics. on your dick, so it was kind of it was fast. You know, I was trying to go with the whole like put dick back in Christmas, Merry Dickmas, you know. You decked the balls. I decked the with balls of holly. Thank you. You see, you're bailing me out here because I'm, I'm flopping here. I'm la, failing. La la. <laughs> oh god. You know that it reminds me, Griff. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a big controversy going on. Uh, well, he's going on the internet. Real people aren't talking about this, but apparently, uh, "Baby, It's Cold Outside" is like a date rape song now. Well, I thought it was just a Christmas song. I get it. I don't get it at all, but it, I don't want to talk about it because I don't care. Good. But I do want to know, what's your least favorite holiday song, Christmas song, whatever? Dude, I I, I don't even know. I have tuned out of the holiday song game for but, so long. But you've, you're you aware of holiday songs. I'm not talking about it. It doesn't have to be a new one. It could be like 100. I know. I, what's the difference between a carol and a, a Christmas song? I thought carols were when people came and sang them at you. Well, that could be anything. I mean, I guess every any song could be a carol if I sang it. As far you. as I know, yeah, that's Isn't true. it like... Like, I don't know, maybe carols are about Jesus, the Christmas songs are actually about what Christmas is about. I don't know. Maybe. I, well, I'm going to tell you my least favorite one. I hate I hate almost all we Christmas We expended songs. our research resources on on the facts earlier, so oh. I can't help here. <laughs> I fucking hate Santa Baby. Oh, yeah. I, I can't fucking stand that song. I, I mean, I'll agree with you. It's but... fingernails on a chalkboard to me. Stop playing it. And I'm really starting to hate that George Michael song, which wasn't isn't that even wasn't even that big of a hit when it came. Maybe in England it was a big hit. Which one it, is that? Last Christmas I gave you my. Oh heart. yeah, I think I like that. I one, I hear actually. that more now. Is that your favorite one? <laughs> that was my favorite. My favorite one is uh, well, there's two. Of course, Christmas and Hollis from Run DMC. Okay, and then fucking King Diamond's No Presents for Christmas. No man. presents for Christmas. Hmm. I think we, we, you know what, we need to finish the show with no presents for Christmas. I think I can do that. I no. think I was planning to. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. I think the only Christmas song I really like is uh, some of the stuff from Peanuts. That's it's just joyful. Yeah, I, I'm not going to knock that. Outside of that, I, I really don't know what I don't like because I just it's on and it's background and I just get over it. Well, so, I don't know. I can't. I'm very that. much aware of my surroundings, and yeah. whenever I'm in like a, a store and I hear Santa Baby. I, it's almost like our buddy, uh, Mr. Pigeon, who has to leave the room every time Feliz Navidad plays. Yeah, you got to. It's getting there to me. Hippopotamus for Christmas is pretty fucking grating. Yeah. That one's really rough. So, But you know what, Griff? What isn't, isn't rough? Which is, what's, what's amazing, the greatest Christmas present of all time? Uh, I bet you're going to say Die Hard right about now. No. That's a good movie. Huh? 
That's a great Christmas movie. But that's the only action Christmas movie out there. Well, there's a, there's Lethal Weapon, another great Christmas movie. Oh, that one gets swept under the rug, apparently. Swept I under. Didn't, I didn't realize. You didn't realize that was a Christmas movie. Yeah, no, yeah. There's a, he, there's actually a scene where he he uh, he uh, busts some drug dealers in a Christmas uh, tree, whatever you call it, where they sell Christmas trees. You know what else is Evasion USA? That yes, it is. Yeah, I what never the fuck. So why is everybody jacking? I mean, look. Die Hard's a great movie. Great I'm movie. not going to put... Why is everyone just jocking Die Hard? Like, there's a lot of great action yeah. Christmas movies. I, wow. I'm glad you... I totally forgot. Invasion USA is a Christmas movie. Man, apparently research money's back on here. But the greatest Christmas movie of all time is Cobra. Thanks for that, Sly. Slide came in just to do that, Cobra. <laughs> Because uh, it does take place at Christmas time. There's there's a to- there's a Toys R Us rest in peace Toys R Us commercial in the movie. It's got a lot of joyous scenes in it. Joyous product placement. I never realized how much this Griff. This was a movie I saw when it came out, and you know I'm on record. I was Schwarzenegger guy. You are, but I I I could have swore. You know the intro that we, you know that we that slide just did for us a minute ago. Yeah, the intro to this movie, which is very similar. I could have swore that was like a teaser trailer. Cause I remember, I remember uh, vividly. I couldn't find it on the internet. I found the one we we're gonna play, but yeah. I couldn't find. I could have swore there was like a teaser before that one came out, where they just showed that scene where he's like listing out the statistics, crime statistics. Yeah, couldn't find it. Maybe it's in my. I'm, I'm just making it up. But I remember s- seeing that, and I was like, "Holy shit! I'm I'm a Schwarzenegger guy. But I got to fucking see this movie." Yeah, no, it it definitely sold itself well, yeah. and it did well. And I had I. I had the poster, the movie poster on my wall as a kid. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm not even joking. I did have this movie poster. What What, what is the poster for It's this? him just standing there with the machine gun with the laser. Yes, thing. that's right. Yeah. yeah, of course. I think Like waist up. Yeah. Kind of coming out I of the- I think it even said like crime is a disease. It, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's just get to it, Griff, because I know everyone listening is tired of our, our nattering about uh, Christmas carols and they want to hear true. it. So let's get into it. Sylvester Stallone's Golden Globus Classic. Cobra. Society is breeding a new kind of criminal. It's also breeding a new kind of cop. Meet Cobra. He does the job nobody wants. Deadly force. I used everything I had. Do you know you have an attitude problem? Yeah, but it's just a little one. You think you would recognize me if you saw him again? The tall one? Yeah. The one who wants to kill you. Do what you have to do to get a lead on this maniac. And if I find him, do what you do best. Strong arm of the law. All right, welcome back. Thanks, Sly, for sticking around and hitting us with, with some more lead ins and lead outs and whatever else you're going to do here today. But 
We got we got we, we got to go over a couple, couple of quick facts here. We got to give people a little backstory. And first of all, this movie was first intended to be Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I remember reading about that. Yeah, he Stallone was set to be Axel Foley, but of course, because Stallone has better uh, view, you know, sight of movies and how they should be written, he rewrote basically the whole thing. Removed every comedy bit. Which is kind of funny because he added so many weird comedy bits to this movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was just about murder. It, it stripped all the fun out. So, you know, we ended up with Cobra. Well, he first he was going to adapt a book called Fair Game. Yeah, I mean, and, it, it's still considered to be loosely based on yeah, Fair Game. Even though, I don't know, I've never, nobody's ever read the book Fair Game. But apparently... This is what I thought was bizarre. So he changed it so radically. He he actually wanted to be like they, when they re-released the book. He wanted to be listed as the writer. When he he demanded that they re-release the book, right? And he said, "I need to be co-author on it because he changed it so much." Because apparently, I've never seen this movie, and I don't plan on ever seeing it. The book is also was made into a movie called Fair Game, the one movie Cindy Crawford starred in. Yes, and uh, that I. I don't know. I've never seen it. Maybe it's similar to Cobra, but I didn't get that vibe when it came out. From the sound of it, it isn't because, again, like you said, it, it was, Stallone's version of the book is so far gone that it was like, why do you want your name on this book? Your script is so different from it. Because he wanted some money because he figured you know, there was a lot of money in novelization back yeah, in the uh, 80s. Apparently. I mean, you said it yourself. Who read? Who actually read the book? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He probably would have done her a favor. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Cool. We was we were reading this. We just realized this was Stallone at peak douchiness. Like he was like at the peak of his fame. So he think he could. He thought he's I'm a god. He's Hammer. Oh, he yeah. could do whatever the fuck he wanted. He to totally do. thought. It, there's a lot of similarities between him and Hammer. It's very uh, Seagal esque behavior yeah. from Stallone. Yeah, I mean, there's stories of him on the set just like completely dogging people, like. You know, we were talking about the villain of this movie. He's trying to like get tips. He's asking everybody. Well, he had, first of all, they made him audition seven times for yes. the role, and they thought he was no good because he was too nice. Stallone was like, "Yeah, the guy's too nice." And then, do you remember why they just, they was like, "Fuck, we can't find anybody," so they just gave him the role. Yeah, they brought him in again. They're just like, "Hey, we want to shoot today, so can we just use this guy?" And Stallone. And the guy, the the character Night Flasher, was played by Brian Thompson, who. It's like a he's a career henchman. He's he was a henchman in a ton he's, of like eighties like movies. Scarred poppy, poppy yeah. kind of fit. He's perfect for it. So this was his like I think this is his only like starring villain role. Probably. But he, I mean he was a henchman in almost every movie in the eighties. So I think he was really he's like, This is my big break. I'm was like he was taking it very seriously. Uh, yeah. And again, I, I thought he was I thought he was good. I liked him in a well, he's, he's, Creepy. <laughs> Stallone didn't agree because when he was, you know, he was like really like taking the role seriously. So he's like, he went to Stallone because basically, even though Stallone's not listed as a director, he took over the project. And yeah. was like he directed it. Basically, it, it, it's been noted in various documentation. It's not just Stallone coming out saying yeah, I directed it. Everybody else involved with the film was basically like, no, he was the true director. Yeah. So. Uh, so Brian Thompson went up to him. And he's like, he was like, "What's my motivation? What's the backstory to this like character? Like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to develop a character. He's like, oh, he's evil, you know. He's, and they, evil. he's like, get the fuck out of here. And then when the, the climactic scene where where Night Slasher makes a speech, 
he had to he had to talk to like an he had to do his lines to an extra because yeah. Stallone was watching a basketball game. Yeah, they had a stand and come in, so Stallone. But, but I went in his defense. Basketball in the eighties was really fucking good. It so, was it was a big so, deal back then. So, so yeah. he's got his priorities, and he's <laughs> yeah. not wrong. One of the other things, big things about this movie, uh, uh, most people are familiar with it. Know this: it, it was originally a two hundred and twenty or uh, two hour movie. Two hour, ten minute, hundred thirty. Yeah. And uh, what happened to all that time? Because it was cut down to eighty four minutes. Well, that was eighty seven. Was eighty four? I, I came across eighty four, so I'm going with that number. But well, maybe that's, that's without the credits. Yeah. So it, there might have been some uh, scenes of like exposition and stuff left on the floor. In fact, there's a little bit, but most of it was just from very violent scenes. Like or references to very violent. Yeah, scenes. it got like an X rating originally. It originally got an X rating because there's no nudity or sex at all in this movie. There was originally. There was. Yeah. Oh. So there, there's the one autopsy scene where there's a naked woman on there. Okay. Apparently, they used a lot more footage of that, and there was a lot more dead women bodies in there, and they just get right up in the butts there. Um, there's X swings to faces, so apparently that was pretty. Yeah, gruesome. that was the weapon of choice for our villains. Yep, the, the slashettes or something, where they're called. Yep, and uh, of course, when they go to the hospital later on, far more kills in that scene. There's like off-screen kills in that, I believe, but yeah, in uh, in the original, there was a lot more on-screen. And apparently, there is a print of this movie, like. Somewhere yeah. out there, yeah. I'd like to check it out. I actually like to see it. Oh no, that'd but, be great! Because there's li- like, because I guess the idea, I guess uh, Menachem Golan was like freaking out because there was a lot of competition that summer. So he's like, "We need to make our money, so Top cut gun. it down in ninety minutes. So we can get one extra showing every day in yep. the theaters." So they just slashed it. So there's a shitload of montages in this movie. Yeah. There, and then, like, when a scene was longer for more violence, they just slowed it down. So there's a lot of slow motion, too. Yeah. So a lot of stuff to watch out for if you're watching this for the very first time. Yeah, I didn't know any of this shit before yeah. I saw it. So. Apparently, Stallone was a huge dick, as mentioned. He didn't <laughs> want to be in scenes. Like, he got called out by the cinematographer and yeah. supposedly had a sense of humor Yeah, because Stallone it. was like, hey, let's get this shit on the road. And they're like... The guy's like, if you weren't fucking around trying to impress Brigitte Nielsen, we could get some shit done. Yeah. You're in your trailer fucking Brigitte Nielsen, bragging about it to your bodyguards all day. And then there was supposed to be a scene that took place on a boat, and apparently that time of year where they were filming, there were some mosquitoes. And he's he's just like, cut the scene. Fuck it. We're not doing it. We're done. So no laser disc version of this, I don't think. Because you would think if there was a laser disc, it would have been the full movie. I hope there is a laser disc in the future. I mean, we've are we've I've noticed after every almost every uh movie we do, like the the hidden gems we find. Oh yeah. They almost always release a Blu-ray Blu-ray right afterwards. Yeah. So, I'm hoping I mean, we get the uncut Cyborg 10 to Midnight and you guys, if you're fans of those movies, you're welcome. We're pretty much giving it to ourselves. We uh yeah. we got those movies reprinted yeah. on Blu-ray. We got laser disc to come back. We got laser disc to come back. There's well, that's they've been they do that. That's that's got to be the next like hipster trend because now there's kind of like that trend. They'll they'll release a DVD and they'll also release like, a VHS version, like a very limited amount. Yeah, we needed to get that laser disc version. Like they're, out now there. they're doing like tapes and everything for right. new albums and stuff. Right. They love it, but uh, you know what we, I love Griff. I love Cobra. Got, yeah, we got. So let's we got get into, into the movie. 
So we start out with that brilliant monologue where Stallone's listing off all these statistics, which apparently were super fucking like over what they really were. Well, yeah. I can't imagine there was 256 rapes a second. I mean, numbers like that. <laughs> it was like... Uh, t- 5,203 pickpockets every week. I don't know. Yeah, it was very off. Very off. But it was was a different time in the 80s. We were scared of everything. We were in the Cold War. It was scary. Exactly. So then we also get this this great scene. We see Stallone on this motorcycle in the... the, Like, you see a silhouette driving down the road. It's very Sin City. It's just red background, black motor. It is very Sin City. I think that this movie inspired Sin City. Uh, Probably. And between that, we also get we're in the lair of the Night Slasher, who's yeah. our villain. So it's just like uh, this giant like sewer th- uh, room, I guess. I don't know what word. I'm, it was it looks water treatment to plants. You? It, I thought, yeah, I thought it looked factory ish to me. It could have been. I don't know. I got a sewer vibe. Either way, off, but... we get a second glimpse of it. So. Well, I, <laughs> I will give uh, the Night Slasher some credit. He's very about diversity. There's. There's like a nerdy like middle aged dad who's there, and they all got these giant like fireman axes, and they're clanging them together. I think they're doing "We Will Rock You." Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, everyone knows the beat. Yeah, (laughs) well, they do now. I just told them. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, (laughs) I forgot it a minute there. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very complex beat. Did you know that Queen has a movie out? I never heard of them. Okay, good. So, so yeah, so we're setting. I mean, this is where. I think Stallone was in the editing room, too, because he knows how to just, oh, just take it down to the bare bones, what you need to know to enjoy this movie. He had his hands in every piece of that pie. So, yeah, so they're they're doing their thing. Stallone's doing his thing. And then we cut to a supermarket. It's just a normal day. You got a dude out there. He's got this deep V unbuttoned shirt on. He's fighting with his wife. But then there's this creepy guy walking into the grocery store. I wrote down Edward James Olmos Jr. because he looks like a young version of Edward James Olmos with a very craggy. Yes, you do. Take your word for it. You do know who he is. You just don't know who he is. Okay. He well, first of all, you know the guy's a piece of shit. Cause he he parks his car in a handicap parking. So, yes. So you're there. There's, there's little things Stallone peppers in. To just yeah. Get you know this guy's a bad hombre. Exactly. Everyone's trying to greet him. Merry Christmas again. This Christmas movie, and he's just like giving them evil eyes and kind of like shushing them off. Everyone's getting a nasty vibe from him, and for good reason. Because he whips out a shotgun. And there's a hostage situation. Yeah. He says starts first of all, he says starts firing a shotgun at everything. The shit's flying everywhere. Well, he knows about the Roma- romaine lettuce uh, callbacks, so he shoots up the there, lettuce. There's a lot of fruit abuse going a on. A lot of fruit there. abuse. I love when he shoots the grocery cart, and it flies <laughs> into the air like it explodes. Well, apparently, I, I didn't see it. I, who are these people that find this shit? Because I don't notice any of this shit, but I looked on IMDb. There's a goof. You can actually see the whatever the thing they use to launch the oh, thing nice. if you watch it. If you watch on LaserDisc, you can totally see it. <laughs> oh, I there is a LaserDisc. Yeah, I didn't watch the LaserDisc version last night. I didn't have time because it's, it's a big production to get the LaserDisc right. ready. But, yeah, so, you know, this guy's nuts. we got the SWAT team comes out. This The place is surrounded by all these cops. And you think this is the job that SWAT team is made for? No. Because we get we get the we get the the police captain we get we 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 uh, meet Officer Monty this fucking weaselly fuck yeah the captain reminds me of just like a principal from an eighties uh, teenager he, he pr- show he probably did play like you know a yeah teenage, a principal on the show yeah 
And he's just like, you figure SWAT team could handle this. This is what they're for. Exactly. And he's just like, nope, not happening. Get me the, the Cobra. Cobra. So the he, the I don't know anything about cars. You know they do. We should be ashamed of ourselves being from Detroit. We don't know anything about cars. Uh, but there's a key, of course, because he's an '80s uh, um, car buff. Well, he's an '80s action hero. He's got to have the fly old school oh, car. Yeah, he drives. It's, it like, it's like a '50s car, right? Like, which plays into. I want to some... say a Desoto, but it's not a Desoto. Yeah, but and he drives. It's a PT Cruiser. I think it's so, an Amaretto. So he drives up. Got the fucking vanity plate says awesome on it, mm. which is a little kind of a little bit. You're you gonna know. get in the vibe that this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't like that. I mean, the cop already told us like that asshole. So yeah, yeah but Monty is a fucking bitch. Yeah, we kind of get the vibe. You can tell but... he's just so jealous of yeah. fucking Cobra. Because Cobra works on the Zombie Squad. Yeah, which which apparently, according to my research, I did was a, a actually a thing that existed in like Denmark where they would let. I, I believe this is total horseshit, but the the idea was there was a squad that's job was to deal with like crazy fucking people, and they were allowed to do whatever the fuck they would. Whatever you need to do to bring these people in, do it. Wow, okay. So that was the idea that Stallone got for the zombie squad. Okay, so maybe he heard about this Denmark thing too. I think he did. And so he, so he drives up because he's the only guy who can handle this. I mean, the SWAT could surround the place. There's multiple entries. No. But Stallone can just walk right in the door. Yes. Walks right in the front door. Well, before he walks in the door, the fucking, uh, I, don't, I don't think he even had a name, This the, the sleaze bag, he, he's a play, he tells a guy, you can leave. And the guy's like, oh, you know, he, yeah. know, he's, you know, he knows something's up, but he's like, fuck it, I got a chance. We need to show off how evil this man right. is. So he just starts fucking running, and I'll get, just as he's about to turn the corner, yep. gets shot in the back. Shot right in the back. So you know this guy is, he's playing for keeps. Oh, he's such a turd. So Stallone just walks in, and he's just walking down the aisles. He's having so much fun. Like I said, Beverly Hills Cop, fun movie. He stripped all it out to make it an action movie. This movie is an action movie, but he decided to punch it up with a lot of silly parts. So he's like going through the aisles like... I forgot to pick this up the other day. He rounds one aisle, and this had to be the birth of product placement. Yeah. Because he is standing with so much Pepsi. Well, he's also in front of a Coors Light display. Yeah, he grabs a nice Coors, takes a good sip. Shows with the the label pointing out at the camera. Oh, yeah. And, of course, he's like, oh, man. I I got a refill on. (laughs) He's like, that's "Uh, refreshing. That's a tap of the mountain. And so he uses that can as bait. He chucks it out, and of course, all trigger happy henchmen. Well, this guy, know. I think this guy, he's heard about Cobra, and he knows co- the, the Cobra, the Cobra. Is in the supermarket. So he's fucking nervous as shit now. Yeah. He, was, he was in control, and now he's not in control. I mean, he was looking at the front door. He should have saw Cobra come in. <laughs> right. Didn't. So that is frightening. So I also did love I, this. I knew this was another like Stallone touch. The scene where. He's walking down an aisle. It's a freezer aisle, and the freezer doors are open. So there's all this like Fog. small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, my like... favorite is the poor man in the wheelchair who's just like <laughs> hunched over in his hands. He looks so sad. I was like, get that guy what? a fucking award. Yeah, I know it's great acting. Killed it, killed it. And so these guys, like he's just. It's like our heroes are always about mind games. For always, us. you break them down mentally, and then you can break them down physically. So uh, Stallone gets on the PA system over there. He's like, "Hey, yeah. dirtbag!" You know, he's like, he's like, he's like, "I'm gonna blow this place up!" 
I don't care. I don't shop here. <laughs> so it says he's just hammering us with some one-liners. It's like an Andy Sedaris movie. Tons of grown-worthy one-liners. Oh, yeah. Like, and then I don't know how he worked this out. Somehow he gets behind the guy. He's like in the deli section. Yeah. And he just bursts out with a, with a fog machine behind him. Yep. Fog and he's like, drop it, you creep. And they, so there's like a standoff. They both got guns pointed at yeah, each other. Yeah, like the, 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 the bad guy, he's got it like kind of, he's got his shoulder tucked away from him. He's kind of hiding a gun. And then he's got like another gun in his left hand. I don't even remember. I thought he had a bomb in his left hand. That's right. He had a yeah. bomb. And he's like, I'm going to blow. Yeah. Yeah, because he is a member of the Night Slashers cult, and he's just like, "We are the future." That's their their taglines. We are the yeah. future. He's trying to say like the whole world is diseased, and they're going to cure it. Yeah, with, they're going to cleanse know, the world, they're and they're going to take over. I mean, we don't know because Stallone cut out like thirty minutes, so probably scenes that actually explained a lot of. This. Yeah, exactly. I think G and G had a good hand in that too. They were like, yeah. "Look, well, yeah, definitely." They're like, "Look, we're going to make basics. this nice, clean." On the go, drive through movie. So uh, this is where Stallone says uh, his first one-liner, the line that we just heard earlier in the the episode. Your disease, <laughs> and I'm the cure. <laughs> and instead of shooting him, he well, he, he puts a gun down. He uh like gets him with a knife. Yeah. So I think he like, and then the he, guy tries to come around with his gun, but it's as Stallone is saying. Free scumbag. He throws a knife into yeah. his chest, and he's like, put it down, put it down. And he's shooting him while he's saying, <laughs> put it down. It's like, no, yeah, he, that's... He, he, he empties his gun into the guy. Yeah. And 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 another goof on the IMDb, He when he throws it, it hits his chest. When you see him later on, it's in his side. Of course, yeah. But And then it's like, all right, it's done. And, of course, Monty's out there, the sniveling coward. He's like, you know, these people have rights. They don't have any rights. Yeah. Yeah, and also there's a, also a, a very traumatized girl, and then he just puts his hand out to her, and she's totally instantly like, it "I'm was, over it." It was very interesting that scene because this, it's all this noise and explosions and things falling, but that moment it's silent, and he picks her up. That's like an Emmy moment right there. That's beautiful yeah. direction right there. Well, that, Stallone, Stallone yeah. yeah, he knows what he's doing. Stallone knows how to direct that. I mean, he, I'll give it to him. He, he directed does. four Rocky movies up to this point. You know what he's doing. <laughs> so, so we got that fucking bitch Monty. He's just like, oh, these guys have rights. Uh. Everybody's getting his face. Reporters are getting his face. You can't just kill somebody like that. So, and he fucking gets the reporter by the collar. He's like, get guy in there. Just kill the child. The child's coming by on a gurney with his face blown off. And he pulls the sheet back. I think they yeah, showed he's like, it. He's like. Tell his family about rights. Yeah, I think they showed it in the X-rated version. The child's face just all disfigured. But yeah, he's like, dude, he's kid about that. So everyone's giving him shit, but Stallone knows what he did was right. Right. So he's yeah. going to... Criminals hop- don't deserve to have rights. Exactly. So he hops back in his car. Yeah, takes and, off back to his, his uh, sex pad. Exactly. You got to go see his sweet-ass sex pad. And of course, the sweet-ass Pepsi sign, because you know what? This movie is sponsored by Pepsi Cola. Yeah. And well, but first he 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 noticed there's some cholo guys in their lowrider oh, that yeah. are parked in his spot, and you don't do that to Cobra. No, so he just nonchalantly just pushes their car up with his car. Plenty of parking on the street. <laughs> he pushes them up a full half a block. Plenty of parking, but that was his spot. Yeah, and apparently these guys don't know Cobra because they start fucking with him. Like, hey man, what's yeah. up with you? Snatches the cigarette out of his mouth, and then yeah, oh, yeah, and then he just rips the fucking cholo guy's shirt off. 
Did you notice the he was wearing a wire? Yeah, that was in, that was another goof that was in the IMDb. I, was, I didn't notice it, but I did read about it. I that. was like, is that supposed to be like that he's was, an informant? No, that was, did, he had a microphone. <laughs> I like to believe that he was an informant. Because <laughs> okay, why else would he not pick a fight? So, yeah, and, no, he wasn't an informant. He's an undercover guy, and they're, they're helping his cover. Because it's like if a cop would never beat up another cop. Exactly. There you go. The wire, though. <laughs> and it's like they're super cliche. They got he guys got a hairnet. It's like the yeah, most like it's, cliche. It, it's so cliche. And then he goes. So then he's like going up to have some relaxing time in his his apartment, which is a very modest apartment for a guy who's like yeah. saving the world. Flips on his TV. Of course, he's got to grab a little dinner first. Well, they got the Toys R Us commercial playing. Christ- full, it's a Christmas commercial. So it's- full commercial. It's like a full <laughs> yeah. minute long commercial that we're if just going to watch. If only Toys R Us could do did that yeah, now, they wouldn't be yeah. bankrupt. Fucking rip Toys R Us. And this, this is where we get to the scene. Everyone who's seen this movie remembers this scene. Most people who haven't seen this movie probably yes, know this You've scene. seen the GIF, definitely. So he goes to the fridge. Pulls out a pizza box. Pulls out a carton of eggs box. Sits down at his desk. Both in the freezer, by the way. Both in the freezer. Opens it up. There's a slice of pizza. Opens up the egg uh, pack carton. There's like a gun cleaning set in there. Yeah. Because this is what you do when you're on your off time, Cobra. You clean your gun and you eat your pizza. I mean, his gun gets a lot of work. It's He's in part of the zombie right. squad. Well, yeah. But you don't eat pizza like a normal person eats a pizza. No. You grab a pair of scissors and you just start cutting. Yeah. And it's funny. I When I first saw this, I don't know. I was so mesmerized, I guess. I didn't notice how weird that fucking thing is. But when I watched it years later, I was like, what? What yeah. the fuck am I watching? <laughs> Why? Like, I got, was that like a spur of the moment? I, I got to believe it was. Like, Stallone was just like, because he was at the height of his power at the time. He was like, I'm going to change the way people eat pizza. And he just, like, cut the pizza with a pair of scissors. Because <laughs> I wouldn't... I, maybe he invented uh, pizza rolls or whatever, like the bite-sized pizza yeah, thing. You could see. He definitely took improv classes. And he was setting up the camera himself, hitting record, running to the scene, and doing it. Like, I, I can't imagine anyone else was around. Right, I think and he he's just filmed like, this on his own. This is what Cobra would do. I don't know... I. This is what he would do. I, He's building a more interesting character. You're like, why did right. he do that? <laughs> right. I'm I'm intrigued instantly. This is why I told you guys earlier. I liked. I the bet first... there was probably 15 more minutes that were cut out I that explained so. it all. I think he cut the whole pizza, and we only got to see the last <laughs> slice. But seriously, the first two thirds of this movie way better than the last third, and it's all this building <laughs> so up. People get ready to turn it off. So when we get two thirds of this episode, turn it off. Just turn it off. But you know, Griff. That scene left such an impression on me that I had to do something. I mean, I think I know where you're going with this. Because I've gone to the store and I noticed there's a hole in the market. You're damn right there's a hole in the market. And you remember uh, our buddy Steel Eagle, the corporation that that sponsored us, our one, our our New Barbarians episode with the uh, Doomsday Defender male chastity belt? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I got, because they know there's steel. And I needed something. I, I couldn't do this alone. Yeah, this is a legit steel factory we work with. Yes. They they actually, they made they make this product in the factory at the end of this movie. Ooh. That's where it's made. So I was I got together with him. I talked with Stallone because, you know, we're tight. We, he just did the intro. Nice. And we came up with Cobra Cutters, Griff. Ooh. These... These scissors. Now I don't even know. I don't even know. If there's a word for it. Cause they're more than scissors. Yeah, calling them scissors is an understatement, for sure. Yeah. And well, fuck. What am I even trying to explain out? Let me just explain it to you this way. 
Does this ever happen to you? Here we are, Saturday night, getting ready to sit down with some horror DVDs, nice big cheese pizza, all for me. But god damn it, that that guy didn't cut the pizza right again. The slices, they're so big. And when I try to cut them myself, the edges are all ragged and the cheese goes everywhere. The toppings are falling off. It's just a damn mess. There's got to be a better way to cut these slices. There is, young man, with Cobra Cutters. Cobra. Yes, from Steel Eagle, the maker of the world-famous Doomsday Defender male chastity belt, comes the latest in pizza-cutting technology, Cobra Cutters. Cobra. The idea for Cobra Cutters was born while watching the criminally underrated movie Cobra, where Sylvester Stallone's character Marion Cobra Cobretti, while cleaning his firearms, snacked on delicious bite-sized pieces of pizza with the use of a pair of scissors, a move that revolutionized the way we've eaten and thought about pizza ever since. Made from high tensile stainless steel, Cobra Cutters are the only way to properly enjoy pizza. Whether it be Neapolitan, Sicilian, New York-style, Chicago-style, pan pizza, thin crust, Detroit-style, nothing can stop these scissors from cutting razor-fine edges. Day-old, week-old, hell, year-old Cobra Cutters will cut through any pizza like a hook through the back of a homicidal serial killer. Cobra Cutters will dice your slice so nice you won't have to use it twice. And because they're stainless steel, they are guaranteed to never rust, even if your pizza is as greasy as a Nang Chen tail. Scientific studies have proven that by using Cobra Cutters, you can not only improve your pizza enjoyment, but also unlock hidden nutrients never before seen, which can improve and extend your life. But the benefits don't stop there. The very act of using Cobra Cutters has been shown to eliminate gluten, the silent killer which has been plaguing mankind for the past five years. Cobra Cutters are truly the only safe way to consume pizza. Since the invention of Cobra Cutters, the amount of pizza-related deaths due to choking have decreased by a staggering 60%. You owe it to yourself to buy Cobra Cutters. Now a shiny new pair of Cobra Cutters would usually cost you $40, but act now and they can be yours for the bargain basement price of $19.99, plus a nominal $30 processing fee. It's the perfect stocking stuffer. I guarantee you won't like Cobra Cutters, you'll love them! Go to steeleaglesoaring.com for more information. Oh man, we're definitely going to be selling a lot of those. Do they... Come in left-handed. Of course. <laughs> oh God, I thought you were going to say People, no. People, this is it's it's the week before Christmas. This is the quintessential Christmas gift. Oh yeah. Send your clappers back. Send your chia pets back. Get yourself Dude, a pair of Cobra chia cutters. pets has been advertising hard right now. They always do. Yeah. Just fucking throw them in the dumpster. Get yourself some Cobra cutters. But uh, are we ready to cut back into this movie? I like what you said there. Cut Thank back. you. Well, we're going to cut to some Night Slasher exposition because Stallone is still hanging out, cleaning his gun, eating his little triangle. Watching the, the news. He's hearing the stories about the yeah. Night Slasher, his 15th victim. Yeah. They're just fucking mowing through the city. Where, where were they? L.A. at this point? Yeah, it's L.A. L.A. Always L.A. Um, here's the thing about it. She's talking about how they're using all these silent weapons. All the night slashers, they go out, they use hammers, and they use knives. They use axes. They use axes. 
We have seen like one or two kills, or have we not seen any kills yet? No, we haven't seen any kills yet. No, we haven't. We're about to find out that these fuckers are not silent at all. And that's when we get to our first kill. Okay. So we got this waitress leaving work. Right. And then we've got these dudes pulling up the, you, you the, know. They got the pantyhose over the, their face. Yep, That's they're rocking a very, the hose before very they creepy. step to the mic. You know, that was a very classic 70s and 80s like criminal thing to wear. No, but you don't ever see anybody with pantyhose in their face anymore. Yeah. It's a very creepy look. They should bring it back. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it was unsettling for me yeah, seeing so that again. It, so, but they have eye holes cut in. They're smart enough to put the eye holes. In. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, they're going to get a run. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the waitress yeah. is, she gets into her car. Right. But then I believe Night Slasher pops up. He's slowly... well. They got their like, like pedophile van, which they do yes. all their business in. Yeah, uh, do they have Lady Cop with them too? I think they did. Yeah, uh... they can. They just stroll up on this chick. They just they just open up the back door, walk up to her, and she's in her car at this time. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, this is before cell phones, so she's fucked shit out. Oh of my god, she's so... because they just start hammering her car with these fucking like fireman axes. Like I said. They are not silent at all, despite what the news just said. Yeah, well, Everybody should have well, been Well, they're all now. about terror, man. And oh, they, they fucking, absolutely are. I, I got to believe that the Night Slasher character was based on Richard Ramirez because he was the Night Stalker, the real-life serial killer. Oh. Because this was going on. Uh, he was probably, His trial was probably going on at the time of this movie because he was like early 80s. He was like some shithead, like uh, heavy metal dude. Oh. Like, like, so they blame heavy metal for... Yeah, he was he was the Night Prowler, I think. Was Prowler. A, yeah. That sounds good. Because it was like, it was a, there's like an ACDC song that like it's called the Night Prowler <sighs> because he would like, and he was like a Satanist and all this fucking retarded shit and okay. I, I think he's either been executed or he's in jail right now okay but i think he was the inspiration for the night slasher night prowler so or night stalker i don't remember. we get our first glimpse of night slasher's knife which was a big deal because apparently stallone had a guy custom make it to strike fear in hearts it did with me so now we've got this dead woman and she's going to be having her body, body, uh, you know, the autopsy done. Right. And Stallone and his partner Gonzalez are there, and they're just kind of watching over, touching every instrument that's supposed to be clean. Right. They're just they're they're like a married couple. They've been together so long. They're adorable. They're so fun together. Like like Cobra's all business except when he's ripping out those one liners. But yeah, Tony's there to like alleviate the tension. You know? Yeah, he's like the good cop to his badass cop. Exactly. Yeah. So. Monty's there, vice principal, chief is there, and they're both like talking about it and still. And he's like, he's like Monty's like, I don't care if he killed somebody, he has rights. Yeah, you know? going on about it. He's <laughs> like, whoever killed this guy has rights and should be treated respectfully. And still, like, we gotta kill these guys. And like, I don't like your tones, Cobretti. But vice principal, chief, he gets it, and he's just like, look. We need to let we need to let Cobra take over this case. And he's like, oh, bu- 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 ah! and he's like, shush, sh- shush, Monty. Cobra's yeah. taking over. We we gotta wait for a pattern to emerge. No, <laughs> no. we need to wait for the zombie squad to tell us the case is solved. Yes. So, 
So okay. and then right in the middle, Cobra's so hyped. There's a shooting range in the middle of the office. I don't know what the fuck that's about. Yeah, like usually they're like in the basement or some shit. No, there's a shooting range in the middle of the police station. So Cobra walks right out of the fucking office of the Captain, walks right into a shooting range, and just fires off like ten shots into a target, all dead center. It's like watching the news nowadays, where you see the people working in the bullpens behind them. Yeah, you see people working on the phone, and then they. I'll turn to watch Stallone. T- he shoots bullseyes every time. Yeah, he shoots 10 bullets through the same hole. I, I don't mean, know if a- that's proper arm technique he was using there either. So <laughs> I'm just – I'll leave that up to, you know, the gun folk out there. So uh, we're going to go see Night Slasher. He's going to get himself another kill. Right. Um, I don't even think he gets a kill. I think this was – No, like- he does get a kill because what they do, they do uh, the move where you bump into someone's bumper – and then you, so you can like carjack. Usually it's a carjacking thing. Yeah. And then people get out to like exchange information. That's right. And the lady was like, "What? The, what are you doing? Why did you hit me? Are you drunk? You're drunk." <laughs> and he's he's like, "I'm drunk on bloodlust." Oh. And they yeah. just hacks her with a fucking axe. And they just start chopping. And then the, I think the lady cop stalk the the lady cop was with him. She is. And there's hacking the shit. Meanwhile, Brigitte Nielsen, Ingrid. Ingrid. She's just driving back from a photo shoot. She's a model. Do, 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 and she's do, like, do. oh, what's going on there? She's driving to the photo shoot. Okay. And she looks over, and the, the Night Soccer's just standing there staring at her like a fucking oh, yeah. like a psycho. She locks eyes with our Night Meanwhile, Soccer. the other guys are just chopping the chick up. No and they're deal. getting her into the back of the van. And, and he's, then Officer Stock, you hear her just go, get the plate. <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, it, it didn't even like he pulled his mask off in front of her too. He's like he just didn't give a shit. I don't think Night Slasher ever wore a mask. Yes, he did, but he, did? he, he might Hold not. On. I don't think in the scene he, he didn't had have a the mask. mask on in the okay. scene. I don't remember him putting it on. Yeah, he did wear it occasionally. So she drives the fuck off, um, and of course, Monty finally because we got to go back to our cops. The scenes. We've seen the, you know, we got a witness now. Well, wait, before they go to Monty, we didn't, at this moment, we did not know that this really frumpy looking chick, yeah. it, that's a member of the cult, is a cop. But yeah. You see a scene where she's in her uniform and she's looking up, she's got the uh, license plate, she's looking up, finding the address yes. from, from Ingrid. I, yeah, that happens, I think, like in this scene while they're talking to Monty does, in the office. Yes. Yeah, she's looking up the license plate. So, Monty finally agrees to let Cobra off the leash. And, uh, I mean, Stallone doesn't even care at this point. He already knows he's off the leash. So he's he's just giving his partner shit because he's got he's eating, like, a candy bar or something. Right. Like, hey, you want too much sugar in your diet. Eat a plum. Yeah, it makes you violent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, ha-ha, see, because cause Cobra's really the violent one. It's a little, like, you know, yeah. great. It's the kind of humor we're dealing there, with, There's folks. a lot of, like, I'm calmer than you. I'm calmer than you, dude. So and now, this this is where we this is look the next scene's a montage now yeah. anybody could do one montage yeah a select few your your Coppolas your Scorseses your Spielbergs <laughs> could do a double montage we get a fucking triple montage in this scene and, and only Stallone could do this yeah see that's why you know Stallone directed this no one else could pull off this feat so what we get. I'll save the third one here, but we get investigating with Stallone, Stallone and Gonzalez. Stallone and, and Gonzalez taking it to the street. And they're just like roughing people up. You Going know, to tattoo beat, parlors. Or we're, we're scum A lot of you cuts know. of tattoo parlors. Tattoo parlors and transvestite like prostitutes. Yeah. That was kind um, of 
I know we do the photo shoot. What was the other? The other one was Night Stalker prepping. He was like sharpening his knife. He's oh, always sharpening his knife yeah, on a whetstone. Yeah, that's right. And our officer's like standing over her like, we got to get her. <laughs> she's like pumping him up. And I, I will say this is probably the only read of Night Stalker I didn't enjoy because he's like, ugh. Get her. <laughs> and he had like that stressed out Phil Collins looking face where he looks like he's about to pop. Well, that's the thing. He's it is. It's kind of orgasmic for him to murder. So he's just like yeah. he's just like oh, I gotta kill. Sharpening his knife is like foreplay for him, and he's, he's like, like I'm going. ready to fucking burst here. And then the third, <laughs> a robot photo shoot yeah. starring Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen herself. And she's just flaunting it up. She's got all these wigs on. These... Yeah. So I asked myself, what is going on? I didn't just ask myself. I threw it up on Instagram. What is the deal with Sly and robots? Because just in Rocky Four, that released the year prior, he had the robot. And now he's well, got more robots in this movie. It's about technology. It's about the future. He's always thinking about There's the future. There's a whole story behind it. He loves robots. He saw this guy talk, that robot that was in... Uh, Rocky Four? Yeah. It's called Sicko. It's a Screen Actors Guild, you know, uh, actor. So he's got rights and everything. He's been in multiple movies. What other movie has Sicko been in? Uh, I couldn't tell you because okay. I didn't write them all down because okay. we don't have that kind of time. Okay. He was in an episode of Family Guy, that right there. Uh, a robot? Yeah. That's a cartoon, though. I, was I know. They, they animated it into the cartoon, but he still gets okay. a right for that. He's got a name, <laughs> Sicko. Okay. I didn't know. But uh, it's because the guy who designed that robot designed it to talk to, uh, like, disabled and, like, autistic children. Sly has an autistic child. So Sly contacted him. is like, can I use your robot in a movie? Wow. So Sly isn't, Sly isn't so bad after all. Yeah, Sly. He cares. I mean, we talked about how he was kind of a dick, but he also had a sense of humor when people told him, stop being such a fucking asshole. Yeah, he, sometimes he would, he'd be like, okay, I took it too far. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, montage. We're making the montage long. So. Yeah, so, well, I also want to point out for anybody who grew up in the 80s, the photographer, was he played the role of Sledgehammer, which was a parody of Dirty Harry. It was a TV show. Oh. It was kind of like Naked Gun kind of thing. Okay. But it was a parody of Dirty Harry. It's called Sledgehammer. I like it. So now we got to catch up with Ingrid, who's getting ready to leave the photo shoot, and her boss is with her. Yeah. And that creep is just basically, he's me too and the fuck out of her. Yeah, this uh, this is a very problematic scene, I guess they would say now. <laughs> it's where he's just like, hey, you fuck me, I can get you some better jobs. And he doesn't say that, but he's basically saying he that. He really, he's like, you know you like me. Take me home, we'll get you some new jobs, we'll get you a couple hundred thousand. But fortunately, Brigitte has too much dignity for that. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Before it can go any further, Night Slasher just jumps out of nowhere with an axe and just starts hacking the shit out of this guy. Oh, yeah. He was, he was offended by what that guy said. He's he like, was. look, I'm a psycho killer, but you don't treat a woman like that. Yeah. That's why people are afraid of Antifa, because that's what they do. That's their tactic, is they jump out and they axe you. Okay. They don't ask questions first. They ask them afterwards <laughs> because they kill with axes. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. So, and Leaving then, me out to dry again. He <laughs> <laughs> takes a swing at Prashit. She ducks, but they hit basically. Thankfully, there's a steam pipe there because there's always a steam pipe. Always a steam pipe. And the steam goes flying, blinds him for a second, so Prashit takes off. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, while that's going on, there's a, uh, a security guard who she left her purse up at the photo shoot. So he's like, hey, your purse. And then, and then the elevator door's open. She runs in. And she's like, push the button five on five floor. And he's just like, what? You know, and then she's like, fuck it. And she runs away. Night Slasher gets in his pedo van, sl- fucking slams right into the elevator, murders the fucking uh, oh, security wow. guard. I don't even remember yeah. that. Yeah. Security guy, he just wanted that, to give her a purse. Is that how they get the inf- Well, they already had her information from the yeah. car. Okay. No, they just had, they, we just needed another kill. So now Ingrid's going to end up in the hospital. Yeah, because she, like I guess the fire alarm goes off or something. So the cops start showing up. You can hear the sirens. So he's like, let's get out of here. And they yeah. take off. So we got Ingrid in the hospital. And, you know, our boys, they're going to show up. Uh, Team Cobra and Gonzalez. Tony, Tony Cobra. I don't know what to call this. They they need a couple name, Tony and Cobra. Uh, Con- Cobralis? I don't Cobralis. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You put me on the spot it's, here. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. And while they're like uh, talking, you can see Stock, who's the uh, the ugly, uh, dirty cop. She's like lurking in the background. Yeah, you know, keep an like, eye on we her. don't like we know that she's with involved with the night session. They don't. Yeah, and I mean Cobra. They're barely even asking questions, Ingrid. They're. They're talking about diet again. They're like fiddling through all of her food. They're like, eat this cheese. This yeah, because they're, they're scams. They're lovable little scams. They're, you they're, know, they're just. He pumped this movie so full of comedy because he saw how good Beverly Hills Cop did. And he was like, this is a good angle. Let's actually work some comedy in there. Yeah, but none of it was funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so. They're like, all right, you know, you, we're gonna have to take you to a safe house. And she's like, what? Like, like until this creep is caught, you gotta go to a safe house. But you're gonna stay here for the night. Uh-huh. And so he's like, I got some research I gotta do at home. I'm gonna check it because he's got his own like Commodore computer at home with all the mug shots of everybody, every yeah. criminal in L.A. Yeah, they get the they get the and the fingerprints. And so yeah, <laughs> the sketch was like the it's like dude. I guess you couldn't cut it in art school because it was like the worst sketch. It was terrible. It didn't even, I like, I might be able to do it. I think Rob Liefeld drew that one. If you're a comic <laughs> fan, you'll get that joke. Uh-oh. And so, he, uh, so he's like, yeah, I, I'll, I get the sketch is enough. I'll find this creep. Yeah. They're supposed to be armed guards. Well, Gonzalez is supposed to be there. He's like, yeah. he's like, don't worry, Cobra. I'll take care of it. Yeah. They're supposed to be hanging out there. But maybe something happens. Maybe something doesn't. Well, while it, so then we cut back to the night slasher. He's he uh, stock just. Talk, I love like the, the name so cliche. She's stock because they're yeah. stalking her. Yeah. I like so that. she's like at first I thought it was stock, but stock. And so she's like lurking behind. She's like you gotta. She's, like you said, she's trying to pump him up. You gotta kill that bitch. And, yeah. and so he's looking in the mirror and he's got a comb with some hair dye. He's combing it through his because he's got blonde hair. So he's yeah. darkening his hair. Because this guy looks totally different just with dark hair. He's like a fucking total psychopath. Like, he does. He does. He, he slicks it all back too. He looks very proper, almost like he belongs. Yeah, yeah. I, he doesn't look totally suspicious at all. No, just not with at black all. hair. He looks like a totally normal person. Uh, I'd say the only thing he needs to really sell this is maybe like a janitor's outfit and some black glasses, like Superman it up. Well, fortunately, there happens to be a janitor working what? at night. You're kidding me. Yeah. I, I, I bet he's near the same height as him. Yeah, there's, there's like a five foot two like Mexican guy and, and Night Stalker's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, 230 pounds. I could barely notice the difference. <laughs> yeah, so he... he <laughs> 
he just grabs it. And this was another scene I think that was cut because he just grabs the guy. We don't really see what he does. It was, yeah. We know he's dead because later we see that he's wearing the same coveralls that the janitor's wearing, and they fit perfectly. Snug, oh, snug. totally. Not even like all like chest out like our buddy Jade from uh, from Picasso Traeger. He's, yeah. just, he's got it all buttoned up. So he's going to be out, you know, he's looking for Ingrid. He has a couple false alarms, you know. We get to see yeah, him stab like, into a bed, but it's the wrong one. Right. Well, he's, like, lurking. Well, meanwhile, Cobra's at, at his crib. He's, like, checking out the database. He's got two monitors. One's got, like, fingerprints. One's got mug shots. He's got, like, the see-through wall that you always see, like, military bases have in movies. And they have, like, the trajectory, trajectory like, lighting <laughs> yeah, up got, and everything. He's, he's got, got He's that. got, like, uh, newspaper clippings on the bulletin yeah. board. He's got every cliche he's, you can imagine. Uh, the, it's so amazing. He's got the red string connecting shit. He's got a nice Pepsi ad there just hanging out. And yeah, there's a gigantic <laughs> neon Pepsi sign right outside his oh, yeah. window of his apartment. It's Why weird. there would be that in his apartment building, I don't know, but there is. I mean, if you open my fridge right now, it's just full of Pepsi. It did its job. Yeah, I, I, I don't even drink I know. Anymore, I, fu- but... I fucking, I'm a Coke guy. And I was like, Why do I want Pepsi all of a sudden? Well, don't, don't worry know. if you're a Coke guy. It gets its moment later. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's sitting here doing all this thinking that he finally, you know, Gonzalez gives him a call. Yeah. And he's like, Hey there. What, thanks for pulling me off. I was getting he's bored like, hanging well, out there. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm I'm in your office. What are you? He's like, get back to the hospital. <laughs> I'm in your office eating all your candy. <laughs> it's a trap. And then so that he just rushes out. But Ooh. we got some night slashers right outside the door with this with the pantyhose mask and everything and yeah. the axes. But of course it's Cobra. He it's takes Cobra care right of now. it. He just fucking blows these guys away. Breaks the fucking Pepsi sign. Fucking the, bum me out. Rip Pepsi sign. And so he kills them all. Yeah, there's like three of them. takes like takes care of it like that. Yep, pulls and out the, a little notepad, writes down. You'll be a bit. While that's going son. on, this is where the uh, the night slasher finds a room and he it's like the, got the curtain around it and everything. Yep, pulls it across and he starts stabbing furiously. But she's in the bathroom. Yep, she pops. Thankfully, out. she's got a tiny bladder. It saved her fucking life. Yep, she always always complaining about her fucking irritable bowel syndrome, <laughs> and she's like, "This has saved my life." So she she pops out of the bathroom just so they meet eyes, right? And then she immediately shuts the door again and gets it locked. And right. so we get that nice shiny moment where right. he's like slashing through and the th- door. This is like the old school hospital where you had to share a bathroom with the other room. So there's another yep. door. So she escapes that way because he breaks through the door. Yep. She I think in the other room she finds the nurse that's been killed because there's like a body there. Yeah. And so she's fucking freaking out. She pulls the fucking fire alarm again. Yep. Guy, he hates, that's his biggest fear is fire alarms. So he takes <laughs> off. He just blends into the crowd, even though he's totally a psychopath looking guy. What do you mean? He's in a, he's in a normal uniform. He doesn't have any blood on him because he hasn't been stabbing And there people. was, a, you know, I thought also that there was a very, there was a scene before this where he's in an elevator. It's very, uh, I think, uh, insensitive. Seems like, what are you guys doing in the, like, apparently janitors aren't allowed to like, they have to use the back fucking Well, no, it makes sense because they're handling like dirty stuff and eh. they're like, you got a uh, sanitary. I don't know. I thought it was very uh, class conscious. I didn't that's like fine. it. That's fine. I think of all the other messages that could have been pulled out of this movie, that's not the one to take. But okay, I, I'll, people, I'll keep it. People have the power. Bernie forever, dude. Bernie forever. Okay. So, so, so Cobra finally shows up. After yeah. right just in the not nick of time. Yeah, the fire alarm's already gone off. Everyone's running and he just notices her and he's like, Ugh, And then he's like, I gotta get you out of here. I got a place. Yeah. 
He's like, he's like, there's got to be somebody on the inside. Yeah. How do they know all this stuff? Exactly. So he's like, I got a place. Don't worry about it. And like, Monty's like, but, but the, the killer has a right to know where she is. You know, due process. And he's like, shut up. We're going to take her to this place. So fortunately, since Stalk is a cop, she weasels her way onto the, what I don't know what you Task call it. Task force. Task force. We'll call it that. And she's like, okay, I'm with you, man. So they're going to drive her out. To this place, this yes. little foundry town that yeah. Stallone knows about, and Stallone's gonna try to like charm up uh, Ingrid. He's eating an apple. He offers her a bite of apple. He's already gnawed like ninety percent of the apple. Yeah, down. it's like literally a core, and she's just like, uh, no, 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 you don't no. like health food. You like health food. So they're gonna they're gonna take off and they get like a block down the road, and Gonzalez gets cut off. Yeah, he they they run into his car and so cobra's got gingrid in his fucking super pimp fly uh sex mobile and i don't know you didn't care for that i thought it was a great Dude, fucking chase scene. i can't stand chase scenes this is where the movie starts to go downhill from no me. i thought this was a really good old school chasing because there's, there's no quick cuts these are like guys really doing stunts here yeah i'll give you that so some so Cobra's like fuck the best defense is a good offense. So when he's being chased, he's like right on the freeway. He's like fuck it, spins out, does a one eighty, pulls out his machine gun to start shooting the one car. Jesus Christ, that sounds like something out of the Matrix. That was in this movie. <laughs> yes. Fuck. And he's like, oh, I took care of that guy. And then he pulls around again, but he doesn't. Night Stalker's still on his tail. Oh, with yeah. His, He's in the back seat with a shotgun. He's got his henchman driving the car. So they're chasing each other, going through alleys. They're going through a fucking uh, a park. I thought this was a great scene. They go through a parking structure. Yeah. Then he's like, somehow, <laughs> Cobra starts chasing him. I don't remember how that happened, but they're being chased by it's, Night Slash. It's like a classic cartoon <laughs> when it's like you think you're chasing the other end. So... So, uh, nice last year, he just takes off the normal way. Cobra's like, fuck it. He's on the second level. He just fucking drives off the yeah, second level onto good. the road. And then they're on this fucking, uh, what kind of road was this? It was like a hills. It was like, these, it was like, yeah, no, that, <laughs> that road was ridiculous. Yeah. It looked like something out of a sight bike. And so yeah, they're chasing him there. They're flying over these fucking hills. And then, of course, like most, for some reason, I don't know why this is, most action movies wind up on the wharfs. Yeah, they always so do. So we're on the wharf, same wharf that uh, Shokazuki has his warehouse where he keeps his mannequins. And <laughs> Good call. They, so they're like, uh, so Night Stalker is like about to get away. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Stallone, but he runs into a fucking boat. Yeah, he just kind of like loses control for a minute. I think car I, like flips over. I think Ingrid uh, grabs his leg a little too hard. Nobody and, wearing seatbelts yet. Somehow, all Stallone gets is the classic little cut on the eyebrow. Yeah, all that's all. All action heroes, you get shot in the left shoulder and you get the cut on the eyebrow. Well, the, the right shoulder is your writing shoulder, right? Or your shooting shoulder. Shooting shoulder. Thank you. Oh man! And he's like, God damn it! He got away. We got to get you to a safe house. <laughs> so this is the third time we got to get angry to a safe house. All right. So and fucking Cobra's awesome car is the license plate said is totaled. Totaled. So they I don't know they just get some other cars and they go I got this place little little sleepy little village called San Remo. Before we get there we got we stop off at a little road stop cafe. Oh this is see this is what I like. Building up characters, we get to we get a little well, background, right? Well, first, like Monty's like, 
hey, get this giver to him. You know, he's just like all on the same. It's like, yeah. are you part of the cult, Monty? I thought he actually they were going to reveal that he was part of the cult, but he's not. That's shocking because he's so much on the yeah. Night Slasher's dick in this fucking the movie. The original bending, he was part of it. Oh, he was he? Yeah. Okay. But he's like, this. I, I love this scene because like, like, the FBI is going to get involved. We, we can't have the FBI like, on our toes. It's like, FBI, that's their job. They handle serial killers. Like, why wouldn't you want the FBI? Yeah, no idea. Apparently, there's some shifty shit going on in the L.A. Uh, you know, police department. No one ever wants to allow the other rank to take over. Okay, like, yeah, it's it makes you like, look weak. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. It's, yeah. A, it's, it's a big... So, yeah, so they're going to drive upstate. Little sleepy little town in San Marino, where they stop at this little uh, little diner first, where because uh, apparently uh, Gonzalez doesn't have diabetes yet, so he's like, I gotta buy ten pounds of chocolate and yeah. candy and all this shit. Road stop, and this is where you you're, you you uh, backstory man, it's development. So well, well, the backstory is we learned that. Uh, besides all this Pepsi product placement, Gonzalez is a Coke man. He's a Coke dude. So, so he takes a big swig off yeah. a can of Coke. We see the label pointing out at the camera. Oh, yeah. And he winks. Yeah, he winks. He's like, Coke is it. And yeah. then he puts it down. And Go we get in. a little interplay in between uh, from Cobra and uh, Ingrid where she's just like, he's like, hey. First of all, Gonzalez is like, because she's like, I want to fuck this guy. How do I get in? Because he's like totally shutting her out. Yeah. Because he's a classic '80s good guy. He doesn't. He doesn't. His murder is his sex. Yeah. He's like Gonzalez tells her. He's like, yeah, I know he acts like a prick from the '50s, but he's a softy. Which first of all, he, yeah, he's like he looks nothing like somebody from the '50s. But I think like with the car and the leather jacket and the glasses well, he, and the jeans. Well, no, he didn't wear. Like, he wore a trench coat for some reason. He wore a trench coat later on, but yeah. I thought he wore well, he a had, leather. Well, he had, at, he had a trench. He had. A, I don't think it was. I think I don't think it was a leather, but it was. He was leather at the beginning. I don't think. And then so. it turns it in for the trench coat. Okay, but he's wearing a trench coat now. He's checking he, out he's, some bobbleheads at this little stand. He's flirting with the old lady, yeah. which is driving Ingrid crazy because <laughs> she's like, "I'm tr- I'm young. I want to <laughs> fuck you." And he's like, "Way into this old lady." And he's like, "Hey, I got. It. I know. I know the end." And he's like, and he whispers because he's, like, he's call like, him uh, call him this. Yeah, he got a little <laughs> secret. And then so she rolls up. She's got this shit-eating grin. She's like, I got you, Cobra. Yeah. And she's like, hey, Marion, what's up? Yeah. And he's like, uh, well, what? How do you know that was my name? It's kind of wimpy, isn't it? And she's like, I think it's kind of hot. Not. But, you know, she wants to fuck him. So she's, like, playing this, the game. And he's like, I, I always want, like, a tougher name. You know, like, like Alice. Alice. This so the, funny. Yeah. I, so funny. I had to stop the laser disc because I was laughing you so laughing fucking hard. So fucking fucking hard. Pepsi was coming out my nose and I was drinking Coke. That was the weird thing. Yeah. It, and, the, the, the comedy doesn't stop there either because they got to go in and get a burger now. Right. And so <laughs> Stallone sees this nice plaster. That, this had to be an improv. He oh, was just like, was. I got a great joke. I'm going to do this. So he grabs it and the joke is, t- he's just like, <laughs> hey, uh, you think I can fit it on one wall? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? I don't know. But before he does that, he does the classic because he is a guy from the '50s. So he does a Fonzie move and he hits the jukebox and it goes on. Clear. Oh, and so <laughs> sits down after the burger guy. She's like, well, she's move. not. She can't even pay attention to what he's saying because she's just hosing fire hose of ketchup on her fucking French fries. And of course, Stallone has nothing bad to say about that. Of course not. He's- He's like, apparently she didn't grow up on Saturday morning cartoons, too, because there was the song, Don't Drown Your Folk. He's like, hey, oh. you can need a life preserver for them French fries. He's drowning them. <laughs> and she's just like, 
And she's like, <laughs> and then squirting more fucking ketchup. She eats like three more ketchup. He's like, you need some French fries for that ketchup? Oh, oh. And then like, it, <laughs> fucking, it worked on Gonzalez. He's cracking up. He's eating five candy bars. He's cracking up in the background. Teeth are just falling out while he's eating them. And do they have any discussion <laughs> this beginning and with those bad jokes? No, we just, that's all you need. They get back on the road and next yeah. thing you know, everything goes to hell again. So while that's going on, we get a cut back. We see the Slashettes. They're prepping for battle. They're sharpening their axes. They're, they're revving their motorcycles. Because while they were at the diner, stalked that fucking traitor bitch. Oh, yeah. She got on the payphone, and she calls up. That's right. And she's like, she's riding with Gonzalez. Yeah, she's letting them know where they're going. Because yep. nobody else knows, not even like Monty, knows where they're going. Because this is a town only uh, Coburn knows about. Yeah. Two things. Stallone noticed her like making a call, and he doesn't. It doesn't immediately like alert him. He's not like call it off, but he's like, I got to keep an eye on her. The other thing, in the in the little bonding, uh, Ingrid asks him, "What do you do to relax?" And he says, uh, "Get into trouble." Okay. He thinks he's so fucking cool. I don't get into trouble. So I don't know the last third man. This is this is you because I tuned out. I saw Lemon Farms, and that's it. You fucking piece of shit. So we get to another. We get to this little town of San Remo. We'll sleep a little village. Yeah. Pull into a motel. And this is this is a sex scene because oh, yeah. it's the foreplay. Stallone. Ingrid's sleeping. Stallone's like watching over. Meanwhile, because he's all about cleaning. He's about. He is a tech. He's poster boy for an NRA because he's all about making sure your gun is clean and yeah. well maintained. I don't think NRA would approve of somebody firing a gun 15 times, shoving it right into your pants, still loaded. I, I think that's a bad idea. I'll take your word for that. So he's putting together this like machine gun. I There was a whole thing on IMDb about it, but I don't care enough to remember. Yeah. But and it's of like it's the a, IMDb it, of firearms, right? I will go check that out if you want to know. <laughs> so he's putting it together. The gear up montage we all love from the action movies. Oh, yeah, and since this is like eighty six, you said eighty six. Got to have that fucking laser scope. Have to, and he points it at the mirror, right? And in, so the laser comes. It points right on his neck. He's like, "That's that was that that was badass." Scene, Isn't this bro. where he noted? Like he peers out the window again and sees uh, Stalk on the yeah. phone. Well, first he, she's like, "Cobra, I need your dick now, stat." Yeah, and he's like, oh, "I guess if you need it, all right." <laughs> so he just like ambles on over, and they do a, a very chaste off-screen boning. Yeah. And then he gets up, and then you're right. And then, like, Stock, she thinks everyone's asleep, so she goes out to call yeah. to call Night Slasher to let her know what's up, and he catches her. But he sees, he's on to her at this point, but he's like, uh, I'm going to let her think I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, of course. She, he's he's like, why didn't you use the phone in your room? Oh, it's out of order. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. And then he just goes, all right, but he goes, so he's on tour, he's got, but he's got everything prepared. He wants to fucking kill people, so he's kind of happy in a way. Yeah, I mean, I believe he went back to his room and got the grenade. He's like, yes, Yes, he had like four grenades. Gets the grenades out, gets a second gun ready, string, takes a nice swig of Pepsi, because he's like, it's, it's about time. It's on. And so, cut to the next morning. We see the the gang. They're on their motorcycles, riding up on the street, scaring the townsfolk. They murder the police, the sheriff of the town. 
and they're ready to fuck shit up. And they do fuck shit up because they just start blowing away this fucking. It was. It's like, this, this is the worst motel. It's like a fucking shack. I'm sure it was just built to be blown up. Yeah. But so they start blowing it away and. Cobra's got his fucking grenades, and he's throwing shit, and he's got his laser scope, he's shooting people, fucking shit up, and Tony Mila gets shot, because like I said, he's here for comic relief, he's not right. a good, you know, but he doesn't die, he just gets shot, falls over, um, he had a candy bar on the way, at this time, Stalk's like, fuck it, I'm with Night Slasher, so she's like with them now, yep. she ain't pretending to be a cop anymore, the, and then... So uh, Cobra's like, it's a truck. <laughs> and then, so Ingrid starts driving. He, he's like in the flatbed in the back, blowing away a fucking machine yeah. gun, killing every motherfucker in sight, laughing it up, Just, having a good old time. Oh, yeah. And they're driving down the road. The Night Slasher crew, they made a blockade with cars set on fire across the street. It's like, go through it! <laughs> and she does, and they go through it, and I think that totals the car. <laughs> so yeah. It was a bad idea. Cobra. Oh no, it got fucked up. So they have to start running, and they write, it was. I thought it was an orange grove. It was a lemon grove. It was a lemon grove. Okay, so they run through that. They go to the foundry, <laughs> and so she runs to the foundry, the the man of Sparks factory. Yeah, and he's like still killing more people. He's picking them off. He's got like this guy with a big sniper rifle, kind of tracking him. And he eventually, after he's got a couple more frags, he heads into the foundry himself. Right. And, well, yeah, so she heads in, uh, Ingrid heads, heads in first. Yes. There's one security guard. It's closed down because yep. fucking NAFTA. And it's, this is like, uh, like we said, like every action movie has the abandoned Sparks factory. Like Griff said abandoned fire factory. I, it, it, there's so much fire. Well, I mean, it's a foundry, so it's made for making steel. So okay. there's a lot of molten metal in everywhere. There's a little bit of, we're meeting halfway here. Right. It's, it's I, meeting I, Anything we've learned from uh, over the top is yeah. meet people halfway. Meet people halfway. And uh, so there's a security guard. He's like in a control booth, and she so he can't hear Ingrid. She, yeah, she's just like soundproof. She's banging on it. He's like, "What? What did you say?" And then uh, Stock comes in, fires at Ingrid, but it misses. Hits the security guard. Rip. He falls back against the control panel. Starts every machine <laughs> in the factory off. Every like, single there's one literally molten steel all of a sudden, like out yeah. there. There's shit. There's sparks flying. There's hooks going back and forth. I don't think this is the way the foundry even works. But she, everything's fucking moving now. And she and so uh, Ingrid goes, she hides. Yeah, she gets away. Night Stalker is in there with her. Yes, Night Stalker and Stalk. And Stalk. Are Night both. Slasher and Stalk. Yeah. And so now we're going to follow Cobra into the foundry, though. Right. And he's still got that guy trailing him. But Cobra ends up, like, climbing a ladder. He ends up getting the high ground. And so... Right. Well, he does a lot of cat and mouse things with the... Cause there's a lot of, like, henchmen around. Okay. Because one movie does where he lays his gun in the laser scope, like, on top of something, so it makes... So the guy thinks it's Cobra, because oh, he sees the laser scope, yeah. but Cobra's hiding, and he comes up behind him and, like, stabs him or some nice. shit. Nice. That's clever. And then there was a scene where I think he, he, he just set up a grenade on something, and the guys walked by, and he shot the grenade, and it blew up. Perfect. It's just, it's just mind games on mind games it's on smart. mind games. It's human chess he's playing. And then this is where you're talking about. Yeah. So... Yeah, Cobra gets up on a catwalk, and the guy with the sniper is underneath him. And there's fortunately there happens to be like a, a, a barrel of oil that's like on the catwalk for some reason. Doesn't seem very safe. This yeah. is probably why this this factory got shut down. Probably it's not very safe. And he just pours the fucking uh, gasoline oil whatever onto the guy. He alerts the guy. Does he, he like makes a noise or something? Hey. The guy hears him, turns around and shoots, misses, hits the uh-huh. oil barrel. It dumps out on him. 
And he's like, it is pretty good. And this, I can't believe we didn't even talk about this because this was a very a big character trait. Character hey, trait. We're talk about it right of now. Of Cobra, he always would have a match in his mouth, not a toothpick, a match. Match. And always. thank God he had a match because this guy's drenched in fucking flammable materials right now. Yeah. So what's the, what's the line he says? He flicks that match and drops. Oh, no, here's what he says, and this makes no sense. When you really think about it, it makes no sense. You have the right to remain silent. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. And the guy's obviously screaming because he's on fire. He's on guy on fire. <laughs> yeah. If you're into that, you're gonna get a <laughs> yeah. nice cut of it. Yes, they do CGI now, but this was the old school days. Guys oh, were really on fire. And so um, I don't remember how the stock gets shot. Too, you think she's yeah. dead? She's not. Because this is the showdown, finally. Yep. Cobra runs up, gets the drop on the Night Slasher. Because Night Slasher just has his axe with him. Yep. I think he might have a gun. I don't fucking remember. But, but Cobra's got his, his machine gun with a laser scope on him. You're, you're done. And then uh, Night Slasher rips off this class. I had to write Ooh, down okay. this classic speech. He's like, you want to go to hell, huh, pig? You want to go to hell with me? It doesn't matter, does it? We are the hunters. We kill the weak so the strong survive. You can't stop the new world. Your filthy society will never get rid of people like us. It's breeding them. We are the future. No. Your history. Oh. But before, and then he's just about to shoot him, and that's where Stalk comes in and jumps on him. Yeah. She, she does the Jason move where you think she's dead, but she's like, nah, yep. knocks the gun away. So now it's all about fisticuffs. Yep. So uh, I think I think it was like chain and knife fight. Yes. Stallone had a big length of chain, and then the Night Slasher had his fucking Rambo knife. Yeah. With the spikes on the thing that covers this knuckles. Yeah, thing. he had like a whole thing that covered his hand. So Ingrid, meanwhile, Ingrid, she's just hiding, watching everything. Totally hot for this. She's like, oh, my God, this is so fucking hot. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about the fucking molten metal. This is like sexually hot. It's going to be hard to keep her interested. Well, then again, he probably goes out and murders every other day. Right. So that's the only way he can get erections, murdering somebody. I was going to say, the only time he really seems to be that's classic, filling out those genes is when he's killing. Classic 80s fucking hero, man. You don't, yeah. you don't get hard until you kill somebody. I mean, yeah. So that's probably what started that whole autoerotic asphyxiation shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I can't kill somebody. I'll try to kill myself. and then Maybe I'll get Good you know, point. So, yeah, so back and forth, Stallone's whipping the chain. He's like, you pig, pig, hot pig, uh, pig, pig. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. And they're like, you know, they do the scene where the the, the bad guy gets on top of him and he's got the... The, the, the knife or they always do yes. that. Well, it's even worse because he's got the spiked, like, handle and he's, like, pushing it right, pushing it right to Stallone's face. Yeah. But then Stallone fucking flips it over and he's on top and he's fucking pounding the shit out of this yeah. guy. And he, this, right there, he just he just beat the courage out. You just see what a bitch Night Slasher is. Oh, now. yeah. Even though he's fucking twice the size of Stallone. Stallone's like 5'6". Yeah. And he's like and with with heels in his boots. And, he, <laughs> but he, and he's kicking, but he's, you know, he's, he's got righteous fucking anger behind his fucking move. So he's beating the hell out of the Night Stalker. And then he does the, the just as that's happening, this giant hook just conveniently starts coming up behind us. And then Stallone gets this cobra, gets this idea, and he's like, I think I could use that. He didn't say it, but he thinks yeah. that. So he grabs this guy who's probably like 230 pounds. I mean, they they had to have CGI to do this because Stallone couldn't pick him up. Oh, for sure. Picks him up, throws him on this gigantic fucking hook. Oh, yeah. And then 
and then was there even a fucking line? I don't even remember. There wasn't. That was you pointed it out. There's no fucking one-liner now. There's zero one-liner. He uses one-liners all fucking movie. Not nothing. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say you look what. Let me hang you up to die. Nothing. That was a pretty good line, Griff. Thank you. And but what he does though, he like. I don't even know. Maybe this is a real thing in a foundry. I don't know. But it's just like a corridor that shoots flames. <laughs> so he just throws him down this corridor because he's yeah. hanging suspended from this thing. And he just burns up, burns to a crisp. Pretty good. All the bad guys are dead. Everybody, show, All the cops show up afterwards just in time to yeah. see him kill everybody. Monty starts chewing him out. Well, no, Monty's like, look. We we I mean I don't approve of what you think, but yeah we we got off to a, like a bad start. You know I don't I think your tactics are fucked up, but yeah. I I kind of respect you. Yeah, no, he, he's like you got your way, I got my way. You could have been more subtle about it, but like, hey, agree to disagree. And then Stallone's like Cobra's like you're right. He puts out his hand out, got those sweet leather gloves. Yeah. We didn't forgot to talk about that. He's always got the street leather gloves on. <laughs> And gives any and the mirror shades. We, I can't believe we didn't talk about this badass outfit he wore. But you, if you've seen the movie poster, we've you know been, what we're we've been about. plastering. You know the social medias with uh, right. pictures of him. So so he puts out his hand like a gentleman. They shake hands, and then the guy Monty goes to let go, and he's like, he's a whole non no. He pulls a trump, starts <laughs> tugging at him with a handshake, and then he just fucking pops Monty in the face. Oof. And but he deserved it. I mean, because yeah. he cares about criminals and their rights. They tell it to the judge, as, as Cobra said earlier. Yeah. And, and then the captain's like, "Hey, you did you did great. You killed everybody. Like you know, no paperwork today, guys. You're taking the day <laughs> off. It's Every- like it's like the, this cop, this police department is like the the Marine Station in uh, American Ninja, yes. where they're just like partying all the time. Oh my god! He's like, woo, we're gonna go he, to the beach. He does bust out a cooler full of Pepsi. Right. So he's like, everybody. <laughs> Ice cold Pepsi, anyone? <laughs> and uh, and uh, but he goes, look, anything you want, Cobra. You did a great job. Well, I'd like a new car. Sorry, can't do that. Can't, you can't get a new car. It's not in the budget. That. And he's like, okay, well then I get the next best thing. So he just fucking steals one of the bikers' uh, motorcycles, yep. throws Ingrid on the back, riding off into the sunset. Hit the power ballad. Boom. That's so, yeah. it, people. That, I hope Cobra. you enjoyed it. That's, that's Cobra. Merry Christmas to all our, our listeners. I mean, we rattle off several different Christmas action movies that you could partake in. There's a lot to go around. But watch Cobra first. Yeah, watch Cobra. And then you probably are like, I don't need to watch any other ones. Yeah. Unless Golden Globe Seer is talking about it. And that's we're not, because it's our only Christmas movie we're doing. Well, we talked about a couple of them already. Well, I'm <laughs> saying this is the only one we're doing. For doing. the month, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Griff. <laughs> if you really want to check out the other ones that we've covered, you can always go back to our old episodes. Yep. Invasion go USA, Go some love. that library. <laughs> Highly underrated episode, Griff. That's right. So... Griff, it's Christmas time. Well, actually, December 25th. Very yeah. important day, Griff. It's, of course, the five-month birthday of Ava the Action Puppy, our oh. unofficial mascot. That's, of course, what everyone's celebrating, right? Yeah. Happy month anniversary to Ava. Five months. Five months. Fucking built like a goddamn tank. She's so fucking heavy now. Snores like a motherfucker. <laughs> Snores like a motherfucker. In fact, today, I don't know. She, you know, she crawls into my lap today, and then she decides, like, she crawls up, like, she, her chest is on my face, yeah. like, she tried to smother me, Griff. I think she tried to kill me. Probably. Because 
I'm not kidding, man. She's like a fucking block of cement. My eye hurt. My eyeball hurt for a few days. <laughs> Your that's face is a little droopy that's today. Prob- that? Well, no, that's my Stallone impression. Oh, okay. But so that's probably why up. I was a little like uh, irritable earlier today because okay. my eye was hurting me. That makes sense. But and I didn't have my Duda coffee this morning. That's true. But as well. Griff, next week, the day, the day is it the day after? Yes, yeah, day after Christmas. Okay. We're gonna be doing. A, we're gonna. I'm gonna give myself a Christmas present because we're gonna be covering yeah. this. This is a very nobody talks about this movie anymore. But if you had HBO in the early '80s, you've seen this movie five million times because I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about the Soldier, and you're probably like, "What the Soldier?" Yeah, the Soldier. I I'm gonna be honest. I couldn't tell you fuck all about the plot of this movie, but I remember it to this day. It's 35 years later. I haven't seen this movie in 35 years. There's like at least four scenes vividly that stand out in my mind. So the story, I'm sorry, the story might suck, but the action is fucking on point in this movie. We get If you're a fan of this show, there's a surprise coming in the movie. I'm not going to tell you. you got to listen to the episode to hear the surprise, but if you will be satisfied if you're the fan of the show with a surprise in this movie. Starring Ken Wall, who uh, never really panned out. His career didn't really take off. Klaus Kinski, one of the weirdest German actors in the history of uh, movies. I believe it has something to do with terrorists, but I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've seen this five million times. I think it is. I saw it five million times too. 35 years ago. That's so, funny. But I'm telling you, the action is good. Do not sleep on this episode. I know you're, people are already tuning. Griff is tuning out as I'm talking about it. But no, don't sleep on it. This so you keep mentioning actors. I don't even remember the Robert Almost Jr. Edward James Almost. Yeah, I don't he know. He was in... Um, we don't need to he, <laughs> Um, he was, he, he, he was with Yakov Smirnoff, Graham, <laughs> oh, <laughs> a movie together. but so yeah, so check that out and, uh, everybody have a good Christmas this year and on this cold winter's night, always keep it warm. Of course. And, uh, big shout out, big shout out to James Brown Memorial Day as well. Of course, we have some fans who celebrate that and special shout out to him or them. R.I.P. James. R.I.P. All right. Next week. <laughs>